2: Kathleen Warder has every reason to swear, and yet he's held his tongue. So we're going to swear for him. This has been your Obscenity Warning. Hello, welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today, we're reading Chapter 6 of Shatterglass. So
3: grab your cup of coffee. Or tea. For your drink of choice.
4: And let's find magic in the mundane.
2: Keth and Dama have decided that Keth is not the killer.
4: Thank God for that.
2: Wow, Keth is visiting Yali at Jimshita's house and she's making sure that he's fine. Triss is just running around taking care of stuff feeding her new pet dragon. They kind of re-go over the events of what happened the night before, discuss sort of plans as teacher and student. Despite the fact that Keth mentioned in chapter 5 that he doesn't really want to make these lightning globes because he's been traumatized by having to deal with all of this stuff related to the murder, he's now interested in doing it because he'd like to stop the murders. He knew one victim personally, he lives among these people, like this is directly affecting him as well as people who he cares about. So he is excited to get into that, but Tris kind of warns him like, you're not ready to do that. And he gets mad at her and stomps off because she's a 14 year old, what does she know? Tris lets him go and she kind of casually gets ready and brings Chime and Little Bear and whatever down to the glass shop where Kef is hard at work making a glass octopus. And when he finishes, she talks to him about starting up lessons. They begin by meditating. While Keth is meditating, she brings a bunch of items from the shop, a bunch of glass items behind his back, points to each one with a piece of lightning, and has him identify what they are in turn, with the last one being Chime, and he does very, very well identifying all of these objects, and he can, like, see the detail in his magic. He actually kind of surprises Triss at how well he's able to do this, but then when he gets to Chime, he kind of freaks out. Then he goes to trying to blow a lightning globe and long story short, he messes up a lot of times (laughs) and is not very happy about it. And then right as Dama shows up at the glass shop, Keth actually succeeds and he tries to get the lightning out of it, but he just has nothing left. He has used all of his magic, all of his energy And he can't do anything and he's frustrated. And Dame is like, dude, you're spent. You've done what you could. And that's already more than I had yesterday. So let me uh, take you to dinner and then you can rest because you need it.
3: I think that's it, the end.
2: part one of our three step reading process is reading like a novice this is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like about the chapter feel like we're actually finally getting to the heart of the story as it were
5: yes cats just blatant did you just make a joke
2: and Triss's response i hardly ever joke steams
5: up like my spectacles
4: i had a question as someone who doesn't wear prescription glasses is that true can you fog up your glasses by laughing too much
5: yes Neat. Kath's kind of description of Triss. He had no idea who she was apart from a heroic bad temper. The hand for lightning, a claim to handle forces too big for any human to wield, and a dislike of being balked. She was gentle with tweezers and medicine. She loved Chime and her possibly sized dog. The eyes behind the spectacles were uncomfortably sharp. She also took their new relationship much more seriously than he did, and it shamed him.
2: I love Kath so much he has become probably my favorite of the students and i think it might be his maturity that makes me love him so much yeah and obviously that's just because he is an adult but just he approaches tris very differently than the others approach their teachers and again that's just adulthood but i also just feel for the man he's been through way too much
4: (laughs) he keeps going through it he like literally tripped himself while fucking like trying
3: to it just yeah <laughs> he smashes the face on the floor yeah it, every it, single chapter just something happens to the poor guy that
4: man's <laughs> been through
5: if i have to catch a man to get a husband i don't want one god that's a fucking mm. mood
2: yes amen yes
5: close your eyes and start to meditate clear mind of all thought ignore me just meditate i wish i could ignore you
2: i love their banter too yeah their banter is up there with sandry pasco banter
5: yes tris asking if he recognized the piece or felt it with his power and his response of it knows what it is yeah Yeah. like i I love that one of the reasons we went with this quote for opening most things don't have anything to do with my magic i just like to know about them I almost never have anything to show for what I do. To me, glass making, weaving, medicine, metal smithing, now that's magical. You make something and it lasts. It isn't gone in the blink of an eye and you'll earn, be able to earn a good living with it. I know I say it all the time, but everything does have magic. And like, this is kind of a good way to sum it up is it's art. It's something that people pour their heart and soul into and then like other people recognize it and it's just very nice the way it's said
3: it kind of makes me sad a little bit for Tris because she has all this power and nothing to show for it so unlike all her foster siblings because they're able to make a living off of their things you, it mentions that all three of them in their books that they're able to get all kinds of money for from it and well, she you... can't get nothing from it unless she's willing to like murder people or hurt other people with her stuff and it's really sad
5: yeah if you look at what she uh, points out glass making is Kath, weaving sandry medicines mm-hmm. briar mm-hmm. metalsmithing daja
3: mm-hmm
5: she calls all four of them out.
2: I do feel like Tris would have a really, could potentially have a really good place in our world today. And potentially in the same way in her world, not for necessarily changing weather patterns and such, but helping us better understand them. Yeah. There could potentially be places where she helps, like maybe like shore up walls before and or after storms and things like that but also just like helping prepare people for it. Imagine like having a weather forecaster who knows exactly when the hurricane is going to hit and exactly how bad it's going to be. She could actually do some really amazing things to like save lives just by helping people be more aware of the world around them. And then of course, modern day she would be like leading whatever the like environmental environmentalist group is And be like, yeah. no trust me i am the expert not an expert the expert
3: yeah
2: you're destroying this world right now i hope i hope that she finds a place to use her gift i do too i don't know i also feel like that's probably
3: one of the major reasons too that a lot of people around her think that she's just bragging that she doesn't have all the magic that she says that she has it's all gone within a second that like she said that she has nothing to show for it so you don't really have all that magic because you don't have anything that shows it
5: an optimistic law keeper there's now there's something unusual Mm -hmm. have a proper meal and you'll be optimistic too both of those individually (laughs) are phenomenal
3: yes i know i'm a lot more optimistic after i eat
4: oh for sure especially after you are like done a bunch of work and maybe you haven't had enough time to actually eat a meal when mm-hmm. you're supposed to like that mm-hmm. first like good meal after like hard work it's so had
3: such a bad day it's awful and then you eat a really good meal afterwards You're like you know what things aren't as bad as it seems life is good <laughs> yeah <laughs> this thing For is sure. delicious.
4: Nothing cheers me up like a good plate of pad thai.
3: Mm, yeah. <laughs> Yellow curry but yes. That's I had I mean. this like in this chapter. Ooh. Is it is it where they explained what the word kid means? Yeah. Ooh. Oh my god. Again, is like every single book. <laughs> every book. Every book she has explained this.
4: She and needs I, you to know what kid means.
3: She tells Little Bear and Chime that she wishes luck were there because she can gentle anybody into doing anything. He'd even thank her for it. Like, oh, he really would.
4: She just has that really, like...
3: Calming effect on people.
4: It's like calming but also, like, direct to, like, make you want to do something.
3: I think the best example we have of it is whenever she's calming other mages down in, I think it was Trish's book, wasn't it? during the before the pirate attack because everybody's up on the wall and everyone's freaking out and to get through the crowd of people she's just like hey it's okay mm-hmm. it's okay and she starts calming down that the people that she comes into contact with. Mark is just a very calming person, I guess. <laughs> Chris realizing that um working glass calms Kef down. So she thinks that she can use that to help him in her while she's teaching him. That was a nice observation on her part. So and she's hasn't been a teacher very long, but she's already catching on on things that she can do to better her teaching which is good she made air conditioning for the room for a little bit which was really cool because she just uh, with a couple of flicks of her hands she expanded her breezes until they wound through the shop freshening the air awesome I wish I would have had that in Houston oh my goodness it's so freaking hot.
4: <laughs> hey man that got hot up here too
3: when Trish thinks to herself that her and Keth only had lightning and fire in common. They had lightning and fire in common, if precious little else. Like, mm, Tris, no, y'all have a lot in common. They'll yeah. find out. And then another reason that uh, Tris is like Rose Thorn, I think she learned this from Rose Thorn. Tris tells Keth that she likes to watch glass blowers, and he's like, why? It doesn't have anything to do with your magic. And she's like, well, most things don't have anything to do with my magic. I just like to know about those things. Just like Rose Thorn told her whenever she was younger, too. Because I don't have magic in birds doesn't mean that I don't care for birds. And I, I think that uh, that was a good lesson for Triss especially now that she isn't finding herself to... Her her magic doesn't really show anything for it, I I guess. So I I feel like that was a good lesson for her to learn early on that she can do other things other than things that have to do with her magic, which is nice. Oh, no, I feel like with all the things that she learns, that she'd be a good teacher, possibly. Like if she can't make a living from doing her magic staff like yeah she can have magic she has her magic still but I feel like her being a teacher would would be good I mean she's picked up a lot of skill different skills I'm sure from watching and reading and doing all these different things so who knows maybe that's an option and maybe there'll be even more people that come about that have lightning or wind or something that she she just has uh, makes her own
2: school.: 30's super cool. Yeah, she has a weather school
3: because she's, she's the only one, apparently.
4: You, and like she's so young, but she also is like mature enough to like understand that she can't just steal fucking water from other countries to like she's very responsible about how she uses her powers. Mm-hmm. Something something right. with great power comes great responsibility. I think she would be a good teacher
3: she yeah she's already proving that they've only been working together for a day now and she's already showing that she notices, picks up on little things that for her student on how to better teach them so yeah um, I I feel like she's gonna be a great teacher especially now that she's also like had years of, of experience with her magic she has calmed down a whole lot she's a lot more patient than she used to be um she's Calm down. You know she counts down to like con- calm down. I don't do that. I get mad. I like blow up. She has definitely <laughs> learned a lot more patience and has calmed down a lot. And I, I feel like that's going to be good for her as a teacher as well. She's also letting things go. There's been there's a few things he's already said to her that I would have definitely blown up on him, and she just like calms down lets it go right now we're trying to learn maybe later on while we're not learning i'll talk to him about it but right now that's not important let it go let's
4: go i've got a lot to say about that later on
3: i think she's gonna be a good teacher description of the heat twining around Keth cat like an affectionate cat sinking into skin and bones like and he is like a kitty. It's so cute. One more dislike. Keth is disappointed that he can't see through the lightning or be able to clear it out. Dema's just like, well, if uh, a murder does happen, then uh, you'll have other chances to make this work. Dude, that's his friends you are talking about. Like, that's yeah, that's fucked up. I wanted to slap Dema. I was like, really?
4: Not very considerate.
3: Yeah, no, look. But I get? Because, I mean... Those people are considered not people. So I mean, I, I guess I get it, but at the same time, it's like, dude, you're friends, they don't matter. Let's now let's go have lunch. It's fine.
4: Maybe he'll come around.
3: God, I hope so.
4: <laughs> Ooh, I liked the flirting at the beginning. It could make anyone's day. Keth has been through some shit and the, the cook is like, Hey, big guy like you, handsome man, want food? I make. And he's like, <laughs> Thanks.
3: The cook annoyed me there. Not two seconds earlier, she was getting all huffy with the girl. Yali, is that her name? And then yeah. turns around, oh, this guy, he's a big, strong guy. Let me feed him. Like, really? Really? Ugh. Listen,
4: she had to protect her household from criminals that were just waltzing Some in hussies. and stealing oh, everything. Man. All these hussies. And then uh, she's like, hey, you kind of cute, though. It was
3: annoying. <laughs> Cuth needed it. He's been through some shit. But at the same time, I was like, come on, Cook.
4: The man needed a win.
3: He did. He did.
4: So the funky eggs with cinnamon, cumin, cardamom, and fermented barley brine. Put that on the list of stuff I want to make. Because I literally <laughs> you actually did. You
3: highlighted it to put it onto your list. But it, I, put it, I,
4: I already wrote it down. Thank you. Good job. Oop. I liked when Tris said, if I have to catch a man to get a husband, I don't want one. Yeah. Listen, if he ain't that into you, why are you trying to get him? Don't, yeah. don't do it.
2: That is the best response to that comment. I agree.
4: Keth rolling his eyes and sighing did not like that. Made me upset. And I'll get into that a little later, but Tr- Triss did good. Is this Dayma, the part
2: where it, he's like, oh, well, just because it took her years to master her power. Yeah, I wrote adults... A-D-O-L-T-S.
4: Adults. <laughs> that's good.
2: Yeah, so uh, I got on Triss's case an episode or two ago. I'm on Kat's case this time. <laughs> like, yeah, she's 14, but she knows her shit. So uh, suck it up, act like the adult you are, and deal with it.
4: Um, but yeah, that's all I got.
2: Triss replied with a razor-thin smile. I love the description. It also sounds Thorn-esque. Yes. I love the description of Little Bear as "quote Trista's impossibly sized dog." Yes,
4: it really should just refer to him as Bear now.
2: Well, she does occasionally. Trista Kef, some unusual things happen to me. Those things won't happen to you. Mm -hmm. Accurate. Magecraft always turned the normal world on its head. Also accurate. Oh. Uh, there's apparently a section where Pierce kind of explains how glassmaking works. And its I'm sure that it doesn't go into super much detail, but I was glad that it was there because I don't know crap about glassmaking. So it was nice for me. I also wrote that Chime eats more than Evie. Yeah, because she eats and then they leave and then she's being fed
3: again. Like, oh, my goodness. Chime. You just ate.
2: Triss grueling... uses the same calming method as Briar and Daja. In Street Magic and Cold Fire, we see them both, like, listing things in their head, and Triss doesn't hear. Keth to Triss, has anybody told you you're bossy? Yes. Now let's go. Oh, so I already mentioned that I criticized Keth. I also have a I have a criticism for Triss. Triss is like, well, he should appreciate that I complimented him, because I don't give compliments easily. And I'm like, Triss... Chill your shit. Also, how would he know that? He's known you for like a day. <laughs> she told herself that though too. She's like, he wouldn't know that. She she
3: she criticized herself. Like, it's okay. Calm down. He doesn't know you that well.
2: So she's been telling Kev, you're probably not going to make the lightning globe today. You need to go easy, so on and so forth. And then like after he does it, he's trying to get the lightning out, and she's like, it's not going to work. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And so she, at some point, she just like. Do as you like. And I thought that was a really smart move as a teacher. Sometimes you just have to do that and be like, I can tell you all day long that it's not going to work, but until you figure it out for yourself, you're not going to believe me. I wrote that I feel like Tris misses the gang the most, like more than the other three. Yeah. I don't know what triggered that.
3: I can definitely
5: see that.
2: Yeah. I was like, oh, she really misses them.
3: She was going to ask Daja a question about him being able to hold heat and then she's like, Oh wait, I'm not that close to
2: discipline.
3: And then there, there's nobody there. Even if I was close to discipline, everybody is
2: out everywhere. She's so sad. Yeah. And then Dama showed up and I was like, Dama, go away. You're not going to make things better. To be fair. He, uh, he did say what Brittany had mentioned or he did what Brittany mentioned earlier. Uh, but Overall, I don't think he really made it worse. Especially because I think with Keth like using up his magic, I think it meant more coming from Dama when Dama was like, "Yeah, you're you're spent. That's just the way it works sometimes." Triss has already told him this, and he ignores Triss. But coming from a
3: a child and a woman, so why listen to that? A, A grown man now says something. He's right.
2: Once again, I feel like here, the gender thing does not come into play. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's important that she's a girl. I think it's important that she's 14. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Yeah. Damus says it's the study. It's the study in the work of magic that builds up your reserves. And I feel like that's an additional metaphor with magic and crafting because it's like the more you practice at your craft the better you get at it and the more stamina you get at it and things like that. You can do more in less time. Triss at some point says, I don't coddle. She really doesn't.
3: Unless it's an animal. Then yes.
2: True. She puts puts time in a little sleeve. She's definitely coddling that little dragon. I'm glad that uh, Dama and Keth are starting to get on because Keth needs adult friends. And more specifically, Keth needs adult friends who are mages because he needs people who he can like relate to as an adult. But he also needs people who he can relate to like on a magic level. And right now, the only person who he can he can talk magic to is a fourteen-year-old. So yeah, I think I think Dama's gonna be good for him, and Keth will probably be good for Dama because he definitely disagrees and is frustrated with some of the like weird theocratic bs that goes on in tharios but he's also been raised in it and so there's a lot of it that he does agree with that he probably shouldn't and maybe keth will help open his mind a bit so. there's
3: one i thought you would mention, so i left it off oh what was it it was come on old man he urged to <laughs> <laughs> keth why you thought keth was old yeah interesting <laughs>
0: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com.
1: That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection.
2: Part two of our three-step reading process is reading, like, a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. What theme or message did you find?
4: Uh, I guess I could go. The theme that I found was patience. Keth is ready to make globes, but he doesn't necessarily have the magical reserve to complete it. He does make one, but he's fucking spent, and it uh, took him a little bit to get there. Triss doesn't punch out Keth for being a brat, even (laughs) though he definitely was... (laughs) And we've known her to have that like hot temper, but she is so, still gets mad, but she lets it simmer down. Just,
3: mm-hmm. lets, you know,
4: a deep breath, count to a hundred going by five, I think is what it said. Uh-huh. And just let Kef go on ahead and let him chill out too. Dama is also patient by seeing, hey, they've been working really fucking hard and they actually came up with a lightning sear thing, even though it's not ready yeah. to be seen. But he's like, you know what? I'm going to take this with me. I'm going to go, you know, keep an eye on it if it clears up. Awesome, cool. If not, it's fine. But I don't know if he was surprised that they had something, but he definitely was like, hey, this is really great. Any lead is better yeah. than no lead. Hell, I'll take Kef with me to go eat like dinner or something, trying to yeah. take it a little little slower instead of just taking people in to torture them.
2: I wrote the same thing. I wrote, patience, something Dama has, Triss is developing, and Kef needs.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I had too.
2: Oh, well, I guess I'm going to pull an indie.
3: Because I had something different.
4: Oh, my goodness.
3: <laughs> Mine is, I guess, kind of the same. But um, what I worded it as is learning your limit, I guess. Mm-hmm. Keth definitely had to learn his limit out of this chapter. He thought that he could do things pretty quickly because he's an adult. And he had to learn that, no, just because you're an adult doesn't mean that things are going to go as smoothly as you think it's going to. So he learned his limit. I'm not sure how the other two characters learned their limit, but I feel like most of this chapter was based around Keth anyway. So him figuring out, hey, um, things aren't going to go as easily as I thought it
4: would. Well, I think Dama noticed that, like, Kath was at his limit, too. And he was like, hey, when you get to that point, like, you gotta learn. You can't continue. The only thing that'll make you feel better is rest and food, so go do that.
2: And, you know, Dama did learn to maybe not torture people. (laughs) Yeah. He is still a cop, so probably not. Part three is reading like a mage this is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives i wrote adults have plenty to learn from kids i gave tris a lot of crap for being a petulant child in the last couple of chapters and i stand by that but also now kef is being a petulant adult and he's like oh i'm i know so much more than you do because i'm six years older don't do that kids actually have a lot that they can teach us. And we need to be open-minded when we interact with them. I know that one was deep because Brittany's giving me the mom nod.
3: Where Kath tells himself uh, for the first time in months, he felt that control of his life was within his grasp. And here she was trying to muddle it. And then he thinks to himself also the goal of her trying to patronize him. So let's move already. I catch myself doing this sometimes as well. Like, oh, there's an easy fix. I could and do this thing and everything will fall into place and everything will be so great and then I'll get mad at other people like they'll be like oh well it's not gonna work that easy and I'm like just shut up you don't know what you're talking about okay oh, hey, I see easy fix it's gonna work great stop trying to make things harder when it doesn't need to be that hard and then you come to find out oh hey this person was right Things are harder than what they seem. Maybe I should uh, listen to people sometimes and not uh, try to find an easy fix for things all the time. Sometimes there's things that don't have an easy fix and you actually have to work through those things instead of just assuming things will just fall into place magically as much as I wish that they would.
2: I too experience this.
5: Mine is not everybody knows you and so some of your quirks and weirdness doesn't always translate. Speaking specifically of when Triss is like, I'm praising him, he should be thankful that I'm doing this because I don't do it very often, and then his immediate like, he doesn't know that. Yeah, because I have a lot of idiosyncrasies that a lot of people don't understand, like crying and having a panic attack because someone touched me. A lot of people would think, oh, well, you're just overreacting. And I mean, yeah, kind of am, but I don't like people touching me on good days that I like. Some things that you do that you think are okay or you think are like up and above, people who don't know you will think, oh, that's kind of bare minimum, isn't it? <laughs> So, like, you don't really know other people and what they're going through, especially in the beginning when you're starting to learn somebody. He will eventually figure out that Tris doesn't say you did a good job very often. And, like, you guys have figured out that there are days I don't want to be touched. Please don't touch me.
4: My personal magic is give time to cool off. It works literally all the time. And I know I've brought this one up before. Literally, take 10, 20, minutes, an hour, go do something else in case like, you know, you get into a heated discussion with someone because you say shit you don't mean or that are really, really mean unintentionally. It's hard to take stuff back when you say stuff in anger. So literally just take go take a walk. Go fold some laundry. Go do something else to take your mind off stuff for a second and then go deal with the issue. Just don't do it while you're angry or upset or like, you know, heated because you just say shit you don't mean. Don't do that. Take your time. Cool off just like Tristan. did. She literally took like, I don't know, like a fucking hour to go meet up with Kath again. And she just took her time, meandered around, let Little Bear sniff whatever he wanted to. And then when they showed up, everyone was, you know, a lot more relaxed. It works. Do it. I that
2: definitely to I, more. I need to get better at that as well. We like to end our episodes with an excerpt from the following chapter. So this is an excerpt from chapter seven of glass. It'll be a while before Kef can do magic to order instead of by accident, Triss said frankly. He seems to think that now he knows the problem, he can just get to work, and maybe he's too involved. He knew one of the women. He watched another of them perform. He wants it to work too badly. It's getting in his way. You'll have to find a way to calm him down, Nico said, yawning. Suddenly, he smiled. Something I would give a great deal to see, actually. He lost Triss in his thinking. What? She asked. What do you want to see? Now he grinned outright. You, trying to calm someone down. Tris smiled, but wryly. So funny, I forgot to laugh, she retorted. Nico stretched. I will laugh for both of us then. Tris ran her fingers over her book. Nico? Yes. Have you ever been to Kapik? She asked. Many times. Not since we came, but in my youth, he admitted. It had the unfortunate effect of sucking all the coins from my purse, so I stopped going. His eyes were distant as he thought. I remember it was very beautiful, particularly the area of streams and islands around the main gate. It's still there and it's still lovely, Triss informed him. Why would anyone want to ruin it? Maybe the Askedassi aren't as respectable as they could be, but they do such amazing things and this ghost is killing them. Nico sighed, his dark eyes gentle as he looked at her. I've never known why anyone could destroy something beautiful, but such people exist. For a long moment, there was silence between them. Tris regarded the book in her lap while Nico watched her. At last, he said, did you know that Lark used to work in Capique? Triss's head jerked up at the sound of her foster mother's name. No, she exclaimed. She did? Her teacher nodded. There was a year when the performing troupe she was with decided to rest for a few seasons and create new material. They stayed and performed in Capique. She wore that dreadful yellow veil, Tris asked, the hair on her arms prickling. She loved Lark. The thought that a killer like the ghost might have gone anywhere near her was chilling. Actually, I believe she wore it as a neck scarf, Nico replied, his eyes somber. There's a frightening thought. Tris made the sign of the living circle on her chest. Nico sighed. It's late. I'm off to bed. Unless there's something else you need? "'Someone to teach me to scry the wind,' she said wryly. "'I could send my breezes searching for the killer in Kapik "'if I could see things in them.' Nico rubbed his temples. "'Triss, I've told you. "'It's very like seeing the future,' he pointed out. "'You drown in different images and events. "'How do you sort one from another? "'That's why future seers are as rare as lightning mages. "'Most go mad from sheer confusion. "'Does it really mean so much to you?' "'I feel useless,' Triss admitted.' like a bride's attendant to Kef. I get to hold the basket of herbs, but he's the one who says the vows. Do you think I'm useless? Asked Nico. Or Lark, or Frostpine, or Rosethorn, or Crane? He'd named the main people who had taught her and her friends at Winding Circle. No, cried Tris, startled. You're wonderful, all of you. You will produce wonders in Kef, I'm sure of it, Nico said. Think again about scrying for something that will drown you in visions. The price you pay is every bit as high as what you'll pay when the strength of lightning and tides runs out of you. With a tired wave, he went off to bed. Tris thought about what he'd said for a long time. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany,
3: Indy,
4: and Goodwin.
3: If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show...
2: Tell your enemies.
4: You can also help people find us by leaving a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen.
2: Find all our episodes at our new home on ACAST. Shows.acast.com slash Reading Circle Temple. Shake it us. We'd love to
5: hear from you. Send us an email at Circle at gmail.com.
4: You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook. And you can join our Reading Circle Temple Facebook group.
2: To find us on Twitter, tweet... At Reading Temple.
3: A special thanks to Yellow's for Happy for our artwork. You can find more of their art by following Yellow's for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram.
5: Another special thanks to Brittany's brother Thomas Dick for our theme music. You can find
4: more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing the Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening.
3: Let's all have coffee next week.
4: if you didn't get it the first 50 times maybe add the 50 that time to
5: the list that's what add I was just about to, to say the list.
2: we were talking about if we ever if, if we actually managed to get an interview with Tamara Pierce what would we actually ask her we would ask her if she's a time traveler and we would ask her why she explains the meaning of kid in every single book oh my god the first time
3: okay second time haha it's a joke Eighth time come on Tammy.
4: At this point, it's just like her signature. Like, that's how you know she wrote this.
3: Right? Like, oh, this isn't in there. She didn't write this book. So if it's not in the (laughs) next three books, she didn't write those books.
2: Something that's how she plans to differentiate from if she ever has ghostwriters.
3: Yes. Mm -hmm. Like the careful reader will be able to discern. Oh, didn't have that explosion in there.
0: D-E-R-M dot com.